This is Inside Inkeeping, a podcast from InPartners on the ins and outs of the inkeeping industry. Here's your host, Megan Smith. Hi, I'm here today with David Heiler, who I met at my Prospective Inkeeper conference through InPartners, and he was new to the business and has gone in many directions since then, which you will probably be hearing from him in several podcasts to come because I really consider him an expert on many topics. But today we're going to talk about the topic of becoming a member of Select Registry and the Diamond Club. And David will tell his story about how the inn that he purchased with his family was in, I guess, David, why don't you go ahead, was in danger of losing your select registry status. So why don't you take it from there? All right. Thanks, Megan. And nice to see you. Um, yeah, we purchased the Three Mountain Inn. Uh, it was an inn that we were working with, uh, Inn Partners was working with for transfer, for sale. Uh, we couldn't find a suitable buyer because the inn had been so run down uh, at that point. And although it was, we felt it was quintessential Vermont, um, you know, four hours from New York City, three hours from Boston, on a state park, all those things that people love. It was so run down that no one really wanted to buy it. They didn't think they could get the financing. And we felt that, um, you know, if, if uh, we had to put our money where our mouth was, so to speak, hmm. uh, and we took it on. It was in the select registry, and actually the Murrays, who were the owners at the time, um, were, had at one time been board members um, on select registry's board. Uh, but we're actually in jeopardy of getting kicked off of out of select registry because of the condition of the inn. Uh, so our first priority really was to get back into the good graces of select registry, and uh, and we felt that was our best marketing tool. So we set about to try to uh, uh, bring it back up to those standards, and uh, that was really our, our mission initially. So with the select registry, because that's something that all the inns that um, I'm the innkeepers that I'm interviewing for this first series of podcasts are all members of Select Registry, and I am asking everybody how they feel that affects their business. So why don't you just you know tell me a little bit about why you felt so strongly about that? Uh, I think at the time and also even now we felt that Select Registry was sort of the uh, relay and chateau of the inn business. Mm. And I wouldn't even say it's a notch below. I, I think it's a completely different set of uh, of standards. But for the the traveling in going public, the select registry offers the cream of the crop of of uh, the best inns in the country. And as we know from all of the you know small craft industries that are out there, uh, there's a lot of really there's just a huge number of properties out there, and not all of them are great. So this uh, select registry offered a set of standards that you could look at the book at the time uh, and the website and say, I know this is going to be the experience that I'm looking for. I know this is going to be a unique yet exceptional experience. So it was interesting. Yesterday, uh, I was speaking to Leslie from the Rabbit Hill Inn, and we were talking about the beginning of the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we were both innkeepers at the time (laughs) that the internet came about. And this wasn't long after that you all, as I remember, you all bought the Three Mountain Inn. So along came Mm bnb.com. And bnb.com was the first online travel agency that we were all grappling with, you know, how to take advantage of it? Did we want to do it? So they have come a long way. And I know that you eventually in your career became an inspector for the diamond collection of bnb.com. So can you talk to me a little bit about that? 
Yeah, the, the diamond collection was something we felt was completely different than Select Registry, and I think there are a lot of comparisons or people try to compare the two, but they're very different marketing engines, if you will. Uh, Select Registry appeals to um, already existing in-goers. It does not necessarily, and, and I, I mean this with all due respect to them, reach out specifically to new travelers, to mm -hmm. new in-travelers. It does do that, but I think its, it's primary mission is to attract people that are already in the ingoing public mm -hmm. um, and it uses that book and the reward systems to do that. Diamond Collection was created by bedandbreakfast.com to attract a new audience. There are thousands and thousands of people that are still afraid of going to inns. They don't get the select registry book or website until they've actually stayed at one necessarily and so bedandbreakfast.com's marketing engine which is worldwide um, was intended intending to reach out to a new traveling public. And so what they wanted to create was a uh, set of standards that, again, would allow people to feel like they were going to get a good quality experience. They could go down that checklist and say, these inns have all these same criteria and are up to the standards of this program, and therefore we're going to get a good experience. We're not going to stay in little Jimmy's room that's been you know, created <laughs> out, of, out of Grandma's house. Right. So when you evolved into becoming an inspector what you know what was your experience as far did people passed was it pretty regularly did they pass did you have to send people back to the drawing board what were the standards that you found you know the most challenging i guess to people get people to adhere to uh we we did send quite a few <laughs> people back to the drawing board uh and, and and i think the criteria is very different than what it was for select registry what it is for select registry you know, we allowed properties that were already three and four diamond AAA to not have an on-site inspection. Mm. And um, if they had a select registry uh, status, we also did not uh, force them to do the on-site inspection, which was more expensive, obviously. Um, and so we, if you had some of those criteria, we did what was called a phone inspection. And mm -hmm. we went through our entire list of criteria and asked them to honestly tell us, uh, you know, if they fit those standards. I think some of the more difficult ones really was uh, was a lot of it was service um, was was phone service and I mean still uh, ensuite bathrooms you know uh, not having an uh, onsite bathroom was uh, mm -hmm. or in room bathroom was a problem. I remember back when AAA started to become three diamond, you had to have closets in your room, right. and so many inns were in homes that didn't have closets and so a lot of times there was just a hanging rack or a, a bar with handles on it for you to hang your clothes and I remember that being something AAA had to go back to the drawing board and say wow we can't just knock all these ins out of three diamond status for this reason yeah. and probably you came across things like that in the diamond collection as well. Yeah, I remember AAA it was mini blinds that got. I was like, really, you gotta have mini blinds? That doesn't. That's not who we are. You, know, you gotta be kidding. Um, but yeah, I think the diamond collection, uh, you know, had a, had a we you know we to create that and, and uh, you know when I was within concierge, we created the the criteria list and we used uh, we culled from both select registries criteria, AAA's criteria to come up with our list. So um, you know, but we looked for things that were not necessarily as standard in select registry properties uh, like TVs we we said that they had to have TVs in the rooms that was a that was a big one um, and a lot of people didn't want it 
we did use a sort of a subjective approach as opposed to AAA making us have mini blinds. If there was TVs available, if there were TVs on site, we could look past that one or you'd, you'd lose a couple points for not having that. So a TV down in the common area. Common areas or, yeah. Yes. So this podcast is going to be listened to hopefully by potential innkeepers mm -hmm. as well as current innkeepers and maybe even some people that like to stay in inns. Mm -hmm. So... I get the sense that your recommendation is reaching for both of those accreditations would be beneficial, that you feel that's beneficial for inns in the current world. Absolutely. I think that uh, if nothing else, you should shoot for the Diamond Collection because it's a large marketing engine. Bedandbreakfast.com is still the biggest marketing engine online. And, um, you know, I think the criteria may be a little less stringent than what you get uh, in SR, but if you can get to select registry level, I think that's what everyone should be shooting for. Well, thank you so much. This is great information, and I think that you know people have resources they can use to learn more about this after hearing this conversation. So select registry has a very, very large website, mm -hmm. and then the Diamond Collection is just part of bnb.com. That's correct. Great. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today, and we look forward to talking to you on many other subjects. Thank you very much, Megan. It's been my pleasure. The BedandBreakfast.com Diamond Collection is an exclusive group of professionally inspected and guest-reviewed luxury inns. If you know that your inn is among the best properties in your region, joining the BedandBreakfast.com Diamond Collection is the perfect way to demonstrate all your property has to offer. Travelers will seek out properties that have both great guest reviews and professional inspections, plus all modern amenities and luxuries. From online reservations, to Wi-Fi, to Whirlpool tubs, to first-rate hospitality. Once guests experience one Diamond Collection Inn, they'll seek out that experience again and again. Advertise your property on bedandbreakfast.com and meet a whole new world of travelers. Hi, it's Megan, and I'm here today with Judy from the Chesterfield Inn in West Chesterfield, New Hampshire. And depending on how this series rolls out, you might have already met Judy when we discussed raising children in an inn. If not, it will be a future podcast. So this conversation is one that I'm having with several innkeepers, and it's about being part of Select Registry and the Diamond Collection. And I understand that you were not in the Select Registry when you bought the inn, so I'd love for you to talk about getting that designation, what it's meant to your business, the Diamond Collection, what it's meant to your business, and any advice you can give future and current innkeepers on this process. Well, uh, we had the inn for three years, before we were invited to join Select Registry. Um, and it was, I mean, that's it's a wonderful association and it's a, a great directory of, of inspected inns across the country. So we've been, we've been in business almost 30 years and we've been in Select Registry for almost 27. Wow. Um, and, you know, through all the iterations, we've had Select Registry books that we handed out. Um, I will have to say that over the years that we've been in it, the loyalty program at, at Select Registry has never been as active as it is now. Oh. Um, there's a lot of, we see a lot of people with Select Registry affiliations, people who, you know, you try to give them the book and they already have it, or you talk to them about the loyalty program, they're already in it. 
Um, and so we, what does the loyalty, loyalty program entail? The loyalty program entails if you if you stay at any select registry inns for a certain number of times, they give you a $100 gift certificate that you can use at any select registry inn. Um, so do you turn that back into select registry or do you eat that hundred dollars? No, they actually compensate us for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a great thing. And I think it, 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 it does cause people to be loyal to the brand Mm -hmm. and cause repeat visits and also repeat visits within the, within the select registry group of inns. It's a pretty big group of inns and it's national, it's nationwide. Mm -hmm. So it, it works very well. And so the process for inspection, did, you said we were invited. Did you approach them or did they come after you? How did that take place? Or do you remember? Uh, I think that we approached them. And at that point, I think they had a requirement that you had to have been innkeepers for three years huh. before they would consider you. Um, so that's what we did. Once we, once we met our three years we invited them to come and inspect us and they did and they, and they let us join. So then as we've been saying in this, these podcasts and then the internet happened. Yeah, that changed everything. (laughs) And the first, um, David and I were talking about, so the first frontier on the internet for us was bnb.com. And, you know, we all approach it differently. Some of us put our inventory in, some of us didn't. I mean, it was, as you remember, it was a, really kind of crazy time and so I was not around when the um, diamond collection happened so do you want to talk about that a little bit well I am a member of the diamond collection Mm -hmm. and and I'm a member of it uh, because I get a lot of bang for my buck Um, I'm because West Chesterfield is kind of not really a destination we're between Brattleboro and Brattleboro Vermont and Keene New Hampshire which Brattleboro is about 10 minutes away Keen is about 20 minutes away. Um, I get two listings with bnb.com with the diamond collection, and that is included in the money that I pay for that. And I, I like the diamond collection. I, I would recommend it for people who uh, want to have two city listings because it gives you more visibility, makes, makes sure that more people see you. Um, and it also means, <laughs> as somebody who's always racing around and, and busy, it means that you don't have to pay as much attention to end of the month um, or featured property because you're already you already have you already brought up to the top of the pile by by the diamond collection. So you actually have two state registry. Yeah. With Keene and Brattleboro, that's yeah. a real that's a real perk. Yeah. Well, I I find that the um, as it was interesting as I was looking at innkeepers to invite to this podcast. A lot of them had attended the Vermont Inns and Bed and Breakfast Association meeting, and I noticed they were all select registry and diamond um, collection. And then I, when I researched your background, I noticed that you were as well. So it that speaks to, I mean, that it seems like the innkeepers with longevity and the innkeepers that really run a class act and a, a great property seem to belong to both and find a find a benefit from both pro, both programs. Yes, I think that the, I think there is benefit from both programs. Well, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on that subject, and I hope, as I said earlier, I hope to see you again soon on a, the many topics that we can uh, come up with to discuss about inkeeping. So I'd thanks be, for stopping by today. I'd be happy to come back. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to Inside Inkeeping. 
hosted by Megan Smith. Our show is produced by Katherine Hayes and Luke Stafford in partnership with In Partners, Mondo Media Works, and Megan Smith Consulting. You can find Inside Inkeeping on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe or stay in touch at InsideInkeeping.com. Thanks for listening. Did you know that over 80% of travelers are watching videos online when planning their trip? Are you ready to join the video revolution? Well, right now, Mondo Media Works has a special video package just for Inside Inkeeping listeners. It includes a two-day shoot at your property and three videos. Plus, you get to keep all the raw footage. Head to mondomediaworks.com slash insideinkeeping to learn more and get a 10% discount just for Inside Inkeeping listeners. That's mondomediaworks.com slash insideinkeeping.